0: Hey guys, welcome back to Two Sisters and a TV. Today's episode is not gonna be about a classic TV show. Well, maybe some of you would call it classic, but I can't quite see this one as a classic. Although it did make its debut 21 years ago this fall, I just see it as uh, not quite classic as of yet. But anyway, today's TV show that I'm talking about is The Proud Family which made its debut in 2001, that fall, that September, over on Disney, the Disney Network, the Disney Channel actually. And it ran until 2005, I believe, or 2006. I think it ran until 2005. Ran for four or five years on the Disney Channel. Very popular cartoon, very beloved, and one of my personal favorites. Now, my sister's the one who got me to the Proud family. I didn't even know that it was on, and she told me about it, she had a feeling that I would like it, and she was absolutely right, because I fell in love with The Proud Family the first time that I saw it, which was probably around maybe 2003, I think. It was somewhere in the middle of its run, and I became a really big fan of the show. I liked the characters, I liked the storylines, the episodes, it was just a lot of fun to watch. And... Even after it ended its run, reruns were still shown over on the Disney Channel on a regular basis and then there are episodes on YouTube, so I think I've seen every episode of The Proud Family uh, more than once. And for those of you who do not know this, The Proud Family has come back. It's on Disney+, Plus, if I'm not mistaken, and it began in February and so far, I believe they have three episodes under their belt. Now, everyone is back. Um, you know, everyone from the original series has come back. And they've just kind of picked up where they left off when they ended back in either 2005 or 2006. I want to say that show ended in 2005, though. But um, it, they pretty much picked up where they left off and just kind of are just, you know, starting from there. Of course, the Proud family is about the adventures of 14-year-old Penny Proud. Penny Proud is your typical 14-year-old teenage girl. You know, she likes boys and she cares about her friends and she loves her family. She's about being independent and self-sufficient. She's very loyal and respectful. Now, she got into trouble, of course, but but what 14-year-old doesn't. And, you know, she did get into some scrapes and she got punished, got grounded a few times, you know, went in some wrong directions. There were times when she could have a bad attitude. But in the end, she always came back to her senses. Like the time when she and her girlfriends were briefly um, singing stars. And Penny was the one who the other girls were fired by Wizard Kelly and it was all about Penny. Penny went solo, Penny was winning awards, and she was really arrogant and conceited, but she came back to her senses and she became good old Penny Proud again. So that's basically what the show was about, the adventures of Penny and her life, and of course, her family, her mom, Trudy, her dad, Oscar, her little brother and sister, BB and Cece, her grandmother, Sugar Mama, her uncle, Bobby, and of course, her girlfriends, La Cienega, Dijanay, and Zoe, and of course, her friends, Sticky and Michael, And also you saw uh, La Cienega's family. You'd see her parents and her grandfather, Poppy. And it was just basically when Wizard Kelly was pretty much the one who ran everything in town. So it was a really fun, lighthearted show to watch. And I am so glad that it's come back. Unfortunately, I can't see it because I don't have Disney Plus. But I'm sure that I'll catch up with the episodes somewhere down the road. But now here's the thing that really got me to thinking about The Proud Family. I was on YouTube again, and I ran across a couple of videos in regard to colorism on TV, which, of course, colorism, unfortunately, has been a thing, um, not only in the African-American community, but also in the Hispanic community as well. And so um, I was watching some videos about colorism on TV, on African-American TV shows down through the years. And then I saw several videos about colorism on the Proud family. And of course, I clicked on the videos. I watched a couple of them. And I mean, the videos, I mean, the people who were, you know, doing the videos were very, very serious in what they were saying. I mean, they were really adamant in their points of view. And the comments, oh my gosh, the comments, some of the comments had me absolutely cracking up because I just couldn't help but go back to the fact that, you know, these people are up in arms over a cartoon. I mean, I think maybe it's the fact that I'm a Gen Xer and I just don't get it. Maybe I'm just completely out of the loop. But to me, cartoons have always been there just to entertain and to make people laugh, make people smile. You know, that's what I've always thought about cartoons. But it seems as though I completely have misconstrued that all of these years. I mean, there have been so many complaints about cartoons down through the years. I mean, I didn't realize how, how serious it was until not that long ago. Not just with the Proud family, but... Looney Tunes, all the violence on Looney Tunes and the violence on Tom and Jerry, the um, criticisms of Mushmouth on Fat Albert, and the fact that there were no black kids on um, within the Peanuts comic strip, you know, in any of the Charlie Brown specials. Um, I just, again, I didn't realize what a serious issue that it has been for a lot of people for quite some time. I just evidently got the memo really, really late. But people were really outraged uh, in those comments and in those videos in regard to the Proud family. So the question is, is there colorism in the Proud family? Has there been colorism in the Proud family? Honestly, I can't get past, for me, I can't get past the fact that this is a cartoon to be able to really make an assessment on that. I mean, when it it comes to regular TV shows, I'm more able to assess it better. One of the TV shows that has been criticized heavily for perpetuating colorism has been Martin. Now, I never watched Martin. That was my sister's show. I just couldn't get into it. It's not that I didn't like it. I just couldn't connect with it. But she watched it every week. And, you know, I have heard... Her mentioned this. I've, I've, I've seen videos and I've read articles on online and in magazines about the blatant colorism exhibited on that show. How you had Gina, who of course was Martin's girlfriend, who became his wife. Martin was, um, Gina was light skinned. She was intelligent. She was funny. She had a great sense of humor. She was the whole package. Meanwhile, her girlfriend Pam was darker skinned and she was seen as loud and ghetto and was the constant butt of Martin's jokes. Now here's the thing I don't understand because I remember Tachina Arnold who portrayed Pam long before Martin ever even came into fruition. I first remember her when she was on All My Children in the late 80s. I can't remember the name of the character that she portrayed, but she was on there for a while, for I think a couple of years. And then she was also in a few episodes of The Cosby Show, also in the late 80s and early 90s. So I knew who she was, and I've never seen anything laughable about Tachina Arnold at all. There's nothing to make fun of or to ridicule about her. So when I was reading and uh, reading these articles and hearing my sister talk about the whole thing with, with her, the character of Pam, I was like, what's so funny about, you know, the character of Pam? I don't get it. I still don't get it. I mean, I've never seen the show, but if you're basing these jokes on the way that she looks again, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't get that. So I think that that's ridiculous. Now, I can assess an actual TV show like that better than I can The Proud Family. So I just, again, I can't move past the fact that this is a cartoon that we're talking about. Um, but some of the things people are saying were saying and do say about The Proud Family are the following. La Cienega. By the way, speaking of La Cienega, I did not know that La Cienega was a street in Los Angeles until my sister told me. And so when we went to Los Angeles recently, I specifically wanted to see La Cienega Boulevard for myself. And I did. And I took a picture of the actual street name, La Cienega. (laughs) Just shows what a big proud family fan I really am. But La Cienega is arrogant. She's conceited. She's spoiled. She's an only child. She's rich. She's lighter complected. Um, you know, she's thin, she's stylish, she's fashionable, and she's not a very likable character, I must admit. La Cienega is, like I said, the person that you love to hate. She's one of those, she's one of those types of characters. Um, but people were saying that, you know, La Cienega, again, she's, she's lighter complected. She's not darker complected. And because of that, you know, she is you know, she has favoritism, you know, because she's a lighter complected Spanish girl. You know, she's one of those quote unquote spicy Latinas. And so she, you know, gets more recognition and she gets more attention. La angeles was a cheerleader. She was in beauty contests and all this stuff. And people are saying it, be- saying that it's because of the fact that she, you know, because of her complexion, same thing with Penny, Penny, light complected, well-dressed, she's thin, she's got the cute ponytails, she's respectable, she's very respectful, she's intelligent, she's smart, she's a good student, she's been into politics, and she tried to be a cheerleader, she was a fo- She was on the football team for a while, she's just, you know, an all-around ideal girl, and, you know, again, it's because, you know, she's, she's, has, she's light-skinned, on the other hand, Dijanae is dark skin. She's got blonde hair. Some people think that that's a joke, which I kind of don't get that because a lot of women dye their hair blonde, including African-American women. So I don't see where that's so laughable. Um, but they say that she's overweight. And again, I don't see Dijanae as being overweight. I mean, you know, she's she's got she's got a big butt, but I mean, lots of women have that. But they're saying, oh, she has her stomach stuck out. She's wearing a little short, tight skirt. And, you know, she's ghetto. She's loud. She's a thief. She's a liar. And I'm just like, are you serious? I and mean, they're just going on and on and on about Dijoné. And don't get me wrong. Dijoné is shady. La Cienega is shady. There's another video on YouTube that specifically talks about, it's like five minutes long, a little over than that. And this guy is talking about how all of Penny's friends are shady, which they kind of are. Penny does not have the best friends. Zoe... Is probably the best female friend that she's got, but she, Zoe, Zoe is unreliable. She's fickle. She's undependable. Zoe follows the crowd. She follows wherever Dijonet and La Cienega are going. That's where Zoe goes as well. She follows the crowd. So she can't really be completely depended upon. I like Zoe. Uh, she's definitely the better one of the others. She's the better one of the three of Penny's so-called friends. But again, you can't trust her. Um, but you know, yeah, is shady. La Cienega's shady, but La Cienega and Penny, they're not friends in the first place. La Cienega and Penny are only kind of thrown together because their families are friends. And because Dijanae is friends with both of them. So they're just kind of together for that reason. But I mean, they don't even like each other. They're definitely not friends. Um, but yeah, D.J. shady. Sure. D.J. has done a lot of shady things on the Proud family. Absolutely. You know, the time when, uh, they could go to the concert, Penny and D.J. because they had to watch Dejanay's, you know, uh, bratty brothers and sisters. And she's got like, I don't know how many, but, um, they had to watch them and Dijanae snuck off, went to the concert and stuck Penny with her brothers and sisters. So yeah, Dijanae, like I said, yeah, she's she's not the best friend at all. But again, I think that they're kind of reading into the whole thing a little bit too much. I think that they, I, mean, I like Dijanae. Dijanae funny. You know, I mean, she makes me laugh. You know what I mean? She's very comical. She's very outspoken. She's very feisty. She is very confident. That's the thing. Dijoné, no, is very, very self-assured in who she is as a girl. So she's not inferior to Penny or La Yenega or Zoe. She's not intimidated by either of them. She's very confident and self-assured in who she is. And that's what I like about Dijoné. And it's in the fact that she just says lots of funny stuff. But I think that people are reading into the whole thing with her just a little bit too much. And I think that they're just kind of taking it too far. Now, as for Zoe, what people just say with Zoe is she's the geeky white girl who is glad to have friends and is glad to be in the clique, you know, because La Cienega is popular. And, you know, they're all popular. La Cienega, Dijoné and Penny are popular. And they're saying that Zoe likes to be a part of the popular crowd. And so she's just glad to be there. But, uh, you know, and of course then don't forget the gross sisters. They're talking about the gross sisters. The gross sisters are actually, you know, they're gray and it's because they're ashy, you know, they're bullies and they're always robbing people, literally not robbing people, but they're always threatening people to get their money. And I mean, honestly, I like, there's no one on the proud family. I do not like, I like the gross sisters too. I think it's funny that only one of them, Nubia, actually talks. The other two don't say anything. Gina and Olay say nothing. I remember the episode when Olay got the makeover from Penny and the girls, and she was running around with them, and she was one of the cool kids for a while. Then, of course, she went back to her sisters. But Olay was gorgeous. Olay was really, really pretty. I do think that the Rose sisters do deserve a makeover, though. I think that they need to you know, if they want them to still be the outsiders and the outcasts and they want them to still be jacking people for their money all the time, okay, whatever. We still want to go in that direction. Fine. But I do think that they could use a makeover. Uh, that would be nice to see. Um, but again, I think that people are overreacting to the whole thing. I mean, maybe, maybe there is colorism in the proud family, but honestly, like I said, I, 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 I cannot really, I can't really get into it because like I said, I can't get past the fact that it's, at the end of the day, it's a cartoon. And of course, people also mention the fact that, you know, Oscar is darker skin and Trudy is light skinned. And you see that on TV and in movies all the time where it's a darker skinned African-American man with a light skinned woman. And, you know, again, I just, I think that people should just kind of enjoy the show for what it is instead of analyzing every little thing about it so negatively. But I mean, I don't know. And as for the proud family, louder and prouder, which is, that's what it's called. The proud family, louder and prouder. Um, I did see a promo for it and it, you know, looked hilarious as always, but, um, I wonder if there are going to be any changes to any of the characters or any of the writing. I mean, there are only three episodes that I know of that have been done yet. But the way that people are so—you know—this is the woke generation, and people are so sensitive. And this is the cancel culture generation. And I'm not saying that there are some things that that need to that have not needed to been changed down through the years. I'm not saying everything that we've seen in entertainment has been fine. Definitely not. There's some things that did need to be changed or some things that were not acceptable. But I think that some things need to kind of be left alone. I don't think everything should be canceled. Everything should be changed. I don't think everything should be scrutinized and criticized. That takes the fun out of it. Because it makes you wonder, well, how can you entertain if everything is going to be targeted and pinpointed and scrutinized and analyzed so excessively? Well, how can you have fun? What's the point of even having TV, even having movies, of having cartoons, if everything's going to be just picked apart? What's the point? It's not a lot of fun. So I wonder how it's going to be going forward with the new proud family, um, are they going to make any changes to the Gross Sisters or to Dijonet? Uh, Or is everything going to stay exactly as it has been? I don't think they should deviate too much from the original because the original is what we all fell in love with. And that's what we all know. And I don't think that they should get too far from that. So hopefully they will not. If they do make any changes, hopefully they'll just be little tweaks. But hopefully it won't be anything that's just too... Outrageous or outlandish. Um, The theme song, by the way, also changed. I found out. Um, You, of course, the original Proud Family had the theme song from Destiny's Child and Solange Knowles. Well, there's a new artist who redid the theme song. I can't think. I think her first name is Joyce. I can't think of her last name, but she redid it. And now I don't know if this is true or not. I read this online earlier. I don't. I'm hoping it's just a rumor. But I read that when the theme song was changed and they pulled the original, that Disney received death threats from Beyonce's Beehive, no doubt. Which, I mean, honestly, Beyonce's Beehive is known for threatening people, so it wouldn't surprise me. I think it's ridiculous, and I love the old theme song, too. I mean, I love the old Proud Family theme song with Destiny's Child and Solange, but... And I was disappointed to find out that it had been replaced, but to threaten somebody. Death threats over a theme song? That's crazy. But then again, that that Beehive, yeah, they're very, very, very loyal to Beyonce. So it really does not surprise me. I find it incredulous, but I'm not very surprised. But anyway, The Proud Family, you can find episodes, like I said, on YouTube. I'm not sure if it's for sale. Now, that I don't know about. It might be, but I'm not positive. That's something that deserves an uh, Amazon search or an eBay search for sure. Now, as for The New Proud Family, The Reboot, Louder and Prouder, well, again, that's on Disney+. Plus. And you can subscribe to it to get it. I think it's like $79 a year or $7.99 a month, something like that. I have not made the decision to do either of those as of yet. Still mulling that over. I think for one thing I want to see um, exactly is the Proud family going to stay the way that it was. The Proud family that, you know... I remember and loved, or are they going to, like I said, switch it up in this overly sensitive day and age? So I'm kind of waiting to see how is it actually going to go? Because if they're going to make it something that's unrecognizable, I'm not paying for that. It's one thing to watch it for free, but to go and spend out money, no ma'am. But anyway, I just wanted to kind of put that out there and just kind of just See what people are thinking about The Proud Family. I mean, if you're familiar with the show, um, you know, how do you feel about the colorism? Is Has there been colorism in The Proud Family? Is there still colorism in The Proud Family? Uh, or is it all just blown out of proportion? So I'm kind of just throwing that out there, just kind of see what people think, just kind of, you know, see where other people's heads are at. But according to all those comments I saw on YouTube, I think a lot of people are thinking that the colorism thing is real. Uh, By the way, there is another video that I saw. I did not get to finish watching it, but the title is La Cienega is a Narcissist. And I was, I saw that and I was, I, I completely burst out laughing. Which she is a narcissist. I mean, that's, that's true. She, she's very narcissistic. I mean, well, okay. I don't know if you really call La Cienega narcissistic. I mean, let me take that back. Let me backpedal that. I think La Cienega is just really vain and stuck up and very self-absorbed. I don't know if she's a downright narcissist though. I think that they, anyway, this girl, I started watching the video, the girl who, was, who did it. But she, her intro was so long, she, she kept talking about, just, she's way off topic, and I kind of got impatient trying to wait for her to get to what the video was about, so I, I clicked off it and put on another one. But I am going to go back over there and just skip through her intro and see exactly what she's talking about, because I want to see how she has assessed La Cienega as to be a narcissist. I can't wait to check this out. So I'm going to go back over and look at that and see exactly where she's getting her ideas from. But anyway, The Proud Family, one of my favorite cartoons of all time and so happy that it's finally back. People had been wanting The Proud Family to come back for a long time. I'm so happy that finally came to fruition and I hope it stays around for a while. And again, I hope it doesn't change at all, quite frankly, or if it does change, I hope it changes very, very little And I look forward to catching back up with the new Louder and Prouder Proud family sooner or later. And on that note, that's going to wrap up this episode of Two Sisters in a TV. As always, thank you for listening. And I will see you next time.